So the big question is this, how do entrepreneurial salespeople like us, who have traditionally sold alone and used gut and intuition to hit their number, take their innate talents and begin selling using science, technology, and the secrets of thousands who have done it before to crush their quota and change the world? That is the question, and this podcast provides the answers. Good morning. Today I'm talking about leadership. I had a great conversation with one of my mentors, CEO and founder of InsideSales.com, that's Dave Elkington. Dave has had an awesome career, created a unicorn company, and every once in a while I get a chance to sit down, pick his brain, and the other day... We talked about leadership, and I did unfortunately not take copious notes, but uh, I had some thoughts on leadership, and today I am in my car sharing with you (laughs) some best practice thoughts on leadership coming straight from Dave Elkington. Now, so I was talking to Dave, you know, he said, look, in my career, I've experienced five leadership traits that uh, he believes are important. He said, you know, most leaders have not mastered all of them. Great leaders have a couple. You know, really solid leaders work towards getting more of them over their career, but it's something to aspire to in your overall career. So let me take you through some of these as I recall them because I thought there was some fantastic advice. Number one was domain expertise. You know, you've got to be an expert in your field. A leader, by definition, they lead the way, right? You can't lead if you're not an expert. That means you're writing, you're speaking, you're doing industry um, presentations, uh, a podcast, um, some form of that. You've got to make sure that you lead from the front. You need to be the person people look to and actually show your team how it's done, Um One of the things that I feel like really great people do in this realm is they take their personal brand and they align it around the company's brand so it doesn't seem like it's just randomly out there, like they're randomly out there on an island. I mean, man, some of the people who do this well, um, uh, Russell Brunson, ClickFunnels, I'm a big fan of him. Ryan Dice, digital marketer. Uh, I forget the gentleman's name at Terminus. He does well. Um, There's a couple people that you can just kind of see that their message, their brand, aligns nicely around the company. So first is domain expertise. I like that. I think that's super important. I don't know if I'd say, I don't know if these are in, you know, some linear order. Uh, or sequential order, but that, I think that's a pretty important one. Number two is hiring recruiting, and and I'm I some work to probably be done here. This is where you really define your culture, and you explicitly hire to it. You know, this is the problem I often run into. Hey, let's let the HR team kind of find who we're looking for, and just rarely works. Never is a strong word, but boy, is it ever. Um, 
It is rarely. If your culture needs improvement, um, you've got to do something about it. Uh, I always like that idea, you know, higher, slow, fire, fast. Or maybe it's higher, fast, fire, fire, fast. I mean, you've got to make changes uh, very often. I love what Dave said. He said something about, look, you've got to recruit and build your pipeline constantly. Even if you don't have available positions, you need to be looking for great people you can just be talking to. Um, you need, as this leader, you, you've got to be able to sell. You've got to be able to sell your vision to incoming candidates. one of the keys to hiring and recruiting. Um, and that means you've got to be visionary. A um, lot of people wonder how they should hire. And I thought Dave made a good point here. He said, look, you want to get more into the fresh talent, um, meaning, you know, you want to build people, this concept of, uh, of a farm league where you're mentoring people to um, become somebody great. Like you, you hire for potential, not just a current skill set. Skills can be learned, talent can. And so his recommendation was <clears throat> you should be going for a 70-30 ratio, like 70% inexperienced hustlers, go-getters, um, 30% inexperience, or excuse me, 30% experience. So 70% inexperience is so going to be the people that go go get stuff done, great talent, and and 30% very experienced. So that's number two, hiring recruiting. I could do better at that. That probably is my weakness. Next is building, building and mentoring. You've got to be able to grow your team. I just mentioned the farm league model. You know, how do you find a way take people triple A to double A to kind of the pros. Um, that that concept of 70-30, right? So 70% inexperienced, 30% experienced, that allows people to work with each other, but you've got a lot of mentoring going on because you've got a lot of fresh talent in there. This I thought was an interesting one. Um, you, you know, when it when it comes about building your team don't lead by a committee. You want to just bog down planning. You need to define your strategies and then empower your team. Let them make suggestions. Let them build within certain confines, but don't spend so much time trying to build by committee. It slows things down. Now, you've got to grow your culture. You've got to be fun. You've got to um, make sure that culture works within the confines of the company culture which can also be extremely important. Next, um, I, I'm probably okay at that one. Let's go to the next one. Next one was um, numbers, numbers, numbers. You've got to know your track. You've got to be able to track success. Understand the numbers in and out. You need to know leading indicators, lagging indicators, have a regular cadence of reports, meet regularly, to review progress on things that are happening. You you need to know your numbers better than the team does. And if you, at all possible, this, this works well in sales, um, but even as you move into other orgs, customer success and marketing, it's harder. But ideally, you drive and incentivize your team based on the data. They'll, they'll focus on what they're paid on. That's plain and simple. That's just the human nature. A lot of teams just don't have that kind of 
structure and so they're paid on a company number they're paid on um, something that they don't psychologically own and that can be that can certainly be proud problematic number five um, let me think how am I on number four you know it's, I mean, it's hard sometimes to get all the numbers you want but maybe that's an excuse um, I'm not yeah I just probably could probably use some work here next is um, executive relationships and sponsorships. You need to develop, build a relationship with peers in your company and external to your company. I, I once had a mentor of mine tell me the biggest sale is actually uh, back home. If you're a salesperson, getting the deal, inking it is, is important in step one, but the bigger battle, the bigger sale often needs to happen back home. You, you've got to get cheerleaders for you. You have to have people be excited about what you're doing and excited about you winning. Um, so you have to develop a network of people and partially just a benchmark against. Um, you know, how do you think of and then that now I'm going more external here. You want to build those internal relationships and win at home. Um, but then you need to have an external network, people you can talk to, people you can benchmark against. I thought that was powerful. How do you do that? You got to think about breakfast. You got to think about lunch. You got to think about different ways you can connect with somebody. Um, he mentioned making a goal of connecting with someone, uh, ideally one person per week. Um, now I've got the advantage on that. I, with the podcast, I can do that fairly often. In fact, I usually do probably two conversations a week. Um, but. No, no, there's no buts on that. I, I feel like that one works well. I probably need to network better with people around me. Sometimes I go outside of Utah, outside of the Salt Lake City, but not sometimes, always. I probably need to do better here. And one of the things I loved was, um, he mentioned this, he said, if you can text them, then you have developed a relationship with them. Until then, it's not really a peer-to-peer strong relationship. If you can text them, then you got it. So those are the five. Let me see if I can review them one more time. So number one, domain expertise. Number two, hiring and recruiting. Number three, uh, mentoring, building great teams. Number four, numbers, numbers, numbers. You've got to run your business by the numbers. And then Number five, what was number five? Um, sponsorships, peers, networking, uh, working with executives. So I, I think about these again. I'd say my biggest areas of opportunity is another thing somebody taught me once. You should, you know, they'll talk about weaknesses, talk about strengths, and manage around those strengths with areas of opportunities anyways. <laughs> Sometimes beating around the bush, but for me, I, like I said, hiring and recruiting, um, I think, um, so I think this is actually a really good exercise. I think you take each of those, score you on a one to five, and then you start to systematically over your career try to build that. So, for me, I say uh, domain expertise. Can you ever give yourself a five? I don't know. Let's give myself a four on that one. I mean, I feel. Um, I know sales. I, I've run, I've consulted teams. I've sold myself. 
Um, I now have all marketing responsibilities. Um, there's uh, there's work to do on the marketing side. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Let's put it as a four just so we can get some spread on that. So that was number one for me, um, probably one of my stronger areas. Number two, hiring and recruiting. Um, I'm a one on this. Uh, I've left it up to HR for most of my teams. I just get busy, bogged down. Uh, I know it's important. I just have a hard time getting there. Building and mentoring. I'm a little bit better here, but not much. I'd give myself a two. Um, room, a lot of room to grow on this. Um, if I was being, I mean, you know what? Let's go. I'm building and mentoring. I'm going to go with a three. Um, I'm more average on this. I do think about it. I've got my leaders. We try to read uh, a book a week and discuss it. Um, I do one-on-ones. Um, I think about stretch projects. I'm, I'm, I'm conscientious of this one, probably to where I can say I'm average. Next one is by the numbers. This one I got to give myself a two. Um, ah, that's embarrassing. Dang it. Why do I give myself a two? You know, look, I just, I, I, I've tried partially. Ah, what's my excuse? Um, you know, I, I want the numbers. I like numbers, but I'm, I never take the time to like go in and actually build the reports and figure it out myself. I've tried to rely on my team for that, you know, my operations person. And truthfully, we've struggled. They've struggled to get me what I need in order to really manage business. But, um, I, you know, that's why I got to give myself a two. I mean, I've got the desire, but I've just never really been able to get over the hump. Um, Next is um, executive relationships and sponsorships. Um, um, executive relationships. I'd probably give myself more of a four on this one. I, you know, I'm I'm pretty active. Uh, I'm pretty active with my external network internally. I could probably do a little better, but I'll still give myself a four just to give you a little bit of a range. So that's where I am on Dave Elkington's five traits. I mean, I've got, you know, I got room for improvement. Again, domain expertise, hiring, recruiting, building and mentoring, knowing the numbers, and then executive relationships. So look, guys, great leaders. They know what they are good at and where they have areas of opportunity. They find ways to manage around that. They bring in good people. So that's, uh, that's the rant for the morning. Um, sales in your car. Remember, it's always just one play away. Want more sales secrets? Go to salessecrets.io to receive copies of our latest research and best practice content to help you crush your quota.